0: Hola, Filterinos, and welcome to the Pop Filter Podcast, the progenitor of the superhero show-show, nay, our, hour movie of the year, Nutflex, the OCD, and doing bits. This is the only podcast conglomerate with the science and the screaming to determine what the greatest pieces of pop culture have been for this entity's existence. While Movie of the Year is currently covering 1975, and the Superhero Show Show is digging into the comic book based shows out currently, and these bonus shows will be celebrating 10 years of your pop filter by figuring out the best albums, TV comedies, TV dramas, and movies from 2011 to 2020. Tonight we're focused on the TV comedies of those 10 years, and I'm your host and co founder, Mike Gravano.
1: <sighs> Breathe.
2: Yeah! oh thank you
0: i was mostly just stopping so i could get aaron uh with me for over a decade is one rye a n
3: yeah, uh, yeah i thought it, i thought it was 10 years but as we learned on the last anniversary shows 11 year anniversary 11 year
0: anniversary the most important sometimes somebody on the board's bad at math okay i think that gift is fart it's the fart anniversary.
3: the fart anniversary.
0: art made a fart what
3: would you what, 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 what would you give me Well, I think that What fart art would you give me? Ultimately, I think the thing you do is you fart in a bag and you hand it to (laughs) somebody.
0: They open it thinking it'll be a
3: real gift, it's just a fart? They open the Ziploc (laughs) bag hoping that the clear (laughs) see-through Ziploc bag is a real gift, (laughs) and it turns out to just be a fart. Oh,
0: this is just (laughs) fart smells. You son of a
3: bitch. But I've also studied, like, you know, I minored in uh, farting on cakes. You could put a real fucking dent in some frosting if you do it right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. What a weird porn trend that was. That definitely (laughs)
0: happened during our run of Your Pop Filter, so we're allowed to talk about it right now. Isn't that the bracket tonight? (laughs) Porn trends. Yeah. Comedies. It's what makes you laugh. For me, hot chicks farting on cakes. I'll never not giggle at that. What did this decade of comedy do for you, Ryan? How would you define it?
3: Uh, I mean, this is the decade. The last decade was the one where uh, dramas became a little funny, so comedies uh, no longer had a need for laughter. This is our, like, uh, our biopic decade where Uh it was going to be, you know, you were going to, as a comedian back in the day, whether you were Jerry Seinfeld or other hilarious luminaries like uh, Jim Belushi from the show, According to Jim. The uh, guy who did Boston Common. You will just get a sitcom. (laughs) And now it's like a 22 minute, 10 short films about how your life is weird.
0: Yeah, Life's a little weird.
3: And now they can show the darker instead of just like because dating is hard. Yeah, I that, wonder if how much laugh count will move hmm. things through the bracket, or if it's just like, you know what, this is just too good, and we can't, you know, like, it's not about how funny you were anymore, it's right. just that you were Undeniable. very smart, and you happen to be 30 minutes, so we're going to call you a comedy.
0: Uh, as much as we would like it, we cannot do this bracket alone. With us are uh, Pop Filter regulars, Pop Filter guests, pump Filter uh, legacies, I was going to say has-been, what's the nice has-been? Legacy. I think Luminaries. Luminaries and leg- Legacies. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to introduce one of them right now. It's it's co-host of Movie of the Year. It's birthday boy Greg.
2: Hey, it's my birthday, everybody. I didn't want to bring it up, but <laughs> it is. Uh, I, everyone is aware of it. And I think we're all celebrating in our own way. Yeah, you told it, us we have to. Well, yeah. yeah I said everybody ha- I said everybody ha- can celebrate in their own way, but everyone must celebrate celebrate Mm -hmm. in their own way. Do it, do it however you want, but you're gonna celebrate. Uh, I'm, I'm going to
0: order a big steak dinner, go to a strip club and make some mistakes in honor of young Greg.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you, Mike.
2: (laughs) Greg, honestly, in the, in the current climate, just going to a strip club is probably a mistake. So (laughs) you're most of the way there.
0: What is the, the decade of comedy to you?
2: Well, the things you were talking about, the, the like little mini movies, um, In a lot of the comedies, you don't even exactly understand what's going on all the time because you just see such little snippets of people's lives and you sort of have to infer what's going on the Mm -hmm. rest of the time. But I would also say that comedy made a little bit of a return to the feel good, a little bit of a return to the warm and and cuddly as a function of the comedy because they got pretty nihilistic uh, for a while. And I think that we have some today that we're going to be talking about that are a little bit more uh life-affirming Warm. well
3: i think that uh a shocking hit like that we didn't think would be very big among the pop filter uh studios was superstore and yeah. uh almost taking down the bracket last year for 2020 was ted lasso and these are uh positivity and it doesn't feel like a fucking we have to sit in on all these comedians therapy sessions every time right. we watch an episode so no, it's just delightful. I, I don't know if we're ever going to return to the time where sitcom, like three camera sitcoms reign supreme. But if we could do a little bit less analyzing of your fucking brains and what you think we need. To, and that's the thing, too, is that they're telling us what they think we should know about their brains. Right. So it's open, but it's, how open is it? With
0: us also is the host of the Superhero Show Show. Let's see if she can rein her ego in check because she's not hosting this goddamn show tonight is Cassie.
4: Hey, what's up, Mike? Um, I, I simply will not rein in my ego. Absolutely not. You will not get that. Um, classic Cassie. <laughs> classic. But uh, thank you for bringing it on, even though it does bring some competition to your hosting. I appreciate it. Doesn't, it doesn't.
0: I feel fine. I'm not threatened at all.
4: Mm-hmm. Do you want to ask me about what I thought about comedies? No,
0: I want you to I want you to talk as little as possible. Under uh, host. You, under-host, you right. underhosting wet bitch. <laughs>
4: well, Cassie, what do you think
0: about this decade of comedy?
4: Mike, thank you for asking. And if I could say one word, I'd say they're good, man. They're good in oh, these last shit. ten years.
0: That's what really separated this last ten years.
4: These ten, they ten years, good. they got good. Uh, but I would say, like, it is—it's this weird mix of like being able to tell a joke that doesn't rely on like up just one shitty punchline. It's no mm-hmm. no laugh tracks. There's like thought put into more of these shows where we get like full stories going on. So uh, it's like a where we do get some that are like dramas, but then also like they all have arcs and you follow each mm-hmm. individual character. So it's more—it's more storytelling. Yeah, as far laughs. as the shows
3: that we watch. The only laugh tracks that we hear are like, you are making a commentary on the fact that shows used to have laugh tracks. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, otherwise we... That's sort of gone.
0: It feels as old as black and white television to have laugh tracks in your show.
2: And seeing it mocked so many times or like uh, parodied so Mm -hmm. many times to make it seem creepy or weird, it now Mm -hmm. in regular comedies, it still does seem
1: creepy (laughs) or weird. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Especially when you realize most of those people are dead. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All the way from the unnatural twenties is regular guest on our big shows,
5: Caitlin. Hey, what up, everyone? Yeah. Um, I'm here to laugh and give some gigs and talk about them some good gigs? comedies. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a gig right now.
0: <laughs> like, hey, Caitlin, I'm like, gonna deliver a dinner or
5: um yeah it's my birthday apparently too (laughs) (laughs) okay happy
0: birthday Caitlin how's the last 10 years of comedies how do you define it we've heard nihilistic we've heard better storytelling but I want to know what the sick twisted mind of Caitlin McDougal thinks
5: I think it really uh, when I reflect I think of a lot of hee hees and ha ha ha's (laughs) it did hit me deep in my belly and that's what I think of when I think of the past 10 years of All TV right. comedy. Thank it's you,
3: like hanging Taylor. out with an
0: issue of Reader's <laughs> Digest.
5: <laughs> It'll hee hee he he and
0: ha ha till the cows come home. <laughs> you uh, did
5: what? What the t- past ten years of TV comedy did to me? Yeah, ha ha, we ha we- ha. <laughs>
0: uh, former host of Superhero Hour Hour. Former host of Hat News. Current host of I'm going to drink these root beers and tell you what they taste like. Taylor Will
6: what up, guys? The Trash Goblin's back from the trash heap, <laughs> ready to eat your garbage and suck some shit. Let's go! Oh
0: man, Taylor, I forgot. Fr- I forgot what the energy
6: I'm
2: supposed to bring to these.
0: <laughs> no, no that. that's, that's I that. you always brought that. You were always the Trash Goblin. I'm glad yeah. you remembered that catchphrase.
6: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so what, a comedy means, what does comedy mean to me? Uh, Webster's Dictionary defines comedy. As in the past 10 years, whatever <laughs> wasn't the Big Bang Theory, it, uh, <laughs> solidly like the last decade was all just like, okay, we realize that that's really big, and but a lot of
0: people hate it.
6: How do we be not that? And the answer How is young Sheldon. That.
0: the furthest thing away from big bang theory you know young sheldon young
3: young sheldon you know what comedy means to me is finding out that every comedian that you love now had spent at least six probably 12 episodes on the big bang theory oh Oh, you have to you have to go get that money and then you can go do other stuff go do your
0: already dumb thing i thought you're gonna say uh every comedian you know and love you found out spent six to twelve months uh, horribly being a sex pest, and then it's come out now, and you're uncomfortable liking it. We'll
2: get into that, a few of that throughout Ama- the I going to say, imagine it was just six to 12 months. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. And
6: by six to 12 you months, I had, I had a phase. We were doing an internship.
2: What kind of utopian <laughs> <laughs> vision is that? I did a sex pest re- u- residency.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unpaid. Uh, thanks, America. <laughs> we are going to take the quickest of breaks, and then when we come back, we're going to dive in to the battles. Just the TV comedy of 2011 to 2020.
3: Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening so far. And let me just tell you that everything ahead of this commercial is much better than what came before it. That's my guarantee. While I have you here, let me tell you about a website. It's called YourPopFilter.com. And it's everything you need that's related to pop filter. Everything Mike, everything Ryan, everything Greg, everything Cassie. Everything is there at YourPopFilter.com. While you're there, go to yourpopfiltercom slash Amazon, make that your new Amazon bookmark and do your shopping from there. That way we get a little piece of the action and Amazon doesn't. Make sure you're also listening to everything that Pop Filter has to offer, which includes the Superhero Show Show, a podcast that covers every single TV show that's based on a comic book or comic book property and movie of the year where we sit down and try and figure out what is the single greatest movie of any given year. That's Superhero Show Show. That's Movie of the Year. And that's YourPopFilter.com. Rate, subscribe, review. Bye. Round one, battle one. It is the
0: originator of this era of the aforementioned I'm One Lone Comedian. Here's how my brain works. 2011's TV comedy of the year. Louie, for some reason, we haven't talked much about this show or its creator in a bit. And it's going up against a friend of the show's Tompkins pick of what should be on the bracket, Veep, a show that had to leave the air because real politics got too absurd that the show said, (laughs) we can no longer make jokes. You're doing it for us. We're out. Taylor. Yeah. What do you think More owns the comedy of the last 10 years louis which i uh, got booze from the crowd yeah or veep here's the thing i think if you would
6: removed from any other context other than the work itself i feel like people would say louis had more of an impact and was a bigger mm-hmm. deal uh, also i don't i don't know that many people who saw veep but everyone who i did know who saw veep absolutely loved it. it was sort of veep is fucking amazing yeah veep veep was the lesser known sort of lighter watched but consistently great and like probably in like five years everyone will look back and be like, oh, this was actually the greatest show on uh so you know impossible to say there's no other <laughs> there's no nothing else to involve in that decision whatsoever
0: ryan we we had a long talk about whether louis should be brought up at all and we decided it would be uh a lie and a historical to not mention its importance at all
3: i agree i do like i would say that like it's like i love lucy the simpsons and Louie as far as most influential shows of all time as far as comedies go like it Mm -hmm. really did change the game forever it has to be talked about if it loses right now i couldn't think of a better thing for it to lose to
0: yeah it's i i love i thought you said uh, i was it
3: was my turn but uh, go ahead.
0: I (laughs) I thought we were having a discussion. I'm sorry, but know that everybody but you got a point in this
3: room. Continue. (laughs) Hooray. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, But I'm going to take a point away from you. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Cassie,
3: you want to host?
4: Yeah, I'm on this one. No, I don't want this. You could take this, Mike.
0: (laughs) I I was saying that that, that I love the randomness of when we build the brackets and these two going up against each other. It does. It's uh, just as acerbic as Louis, but also... It cares more about different people. There's different viewpoints throughout. Even if towards the end they all kind of sounded like the creator, and I know after
3: he left, I could see the issues of like, well, uh, real life got so crazy that we can't. We don't. But it wasn't actually satirizing that much realistic shit. It was just these people in a room being as like trying to top who was more awful than the other one uh, is what made it the funniest show on TV. It got Julia Louis Dreyfus into the Hall of Fame, Pop Culture Hall of Fame, because we weren't sure that Elaine was good enough. Apparently, it was her Dreyfusessence. I her fought for the
0: old tales of New Christine, but you guys said no. The Dreyfusessence really started with Veep. i um,
3: I I just let's I, let's just let's just say that Louis changed the game, and then I uh, he became a disgusting, or he always was a disgusting person. Then we found out about it, and then we look back at some of the episodes. Yeah, and like there is the uh, one oh, you where were he, saying it. He just he just pins a girl to the wall and says, "What? No, this isn't rape." Like. If you go back and watch it again, you yeah. will see all of the clues that should have uh, Scooby-Dooed us right to the final message. So much of it is about his lack of
2: control and it, especially his lack of like sexual control. And so it's not just that retroactively now we know he's bad and so we don't like it anymore. You be like see the seeds of what really seemed to be like him allowing for his own behavior to be captured in the show, and it's just, that's the opposite of comedy. That's, like, such a downer. And in addition,
6: like, exactly what you said, the opposite of comedy, like, fully 50% of the episodes of that show were not really funny. They were just sort of a confessional, here's what I, like, I distinctly remember the episode about, like, him not wanting to talk to his dad, which is, like, there's not a joke in the whole thing. It's just, I don't want to go.
3: Okay, so, yeah, I mean, like, even if he was super influential, maybe we don't love what he influenced you know like you did sort of like shit on comedy and i mean the other thing too is that we see now of like oh you were trying to fucking cleanse your soul you know and all even the ones that weren't about how i pushed up a woman against the wall the whole time you were trying to cleanse this soul and look louis is more influential on comedy over the last decade than veep but like we we did our due diligence we mentioned it and uh-huh. I, I can't think of a better show that I wanted to lose again.
2: And also, what's more influential on politics? Veep. I mean, <laughs> like, the, the people, we knew what we wanted after we saw Veep, and we put it right in the White House. Because, yeah, it, yeah, it was yeah. so entertaining. We love this do- we documentary. found out the asshole.
0: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I would say that, like, if, if we're trying to define comedy of the last 10 years, uh, I would like laughs to be part of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and Veep. Always makes me laugh. If we're going from the pilot of when Dan uh, tells Gary how to use a Keurig. And this was back when Keurigs were new. And the amount of uh, F-bombs Dan put in. You just put the fucking pod in the fucking hole there and you hit the fucking button. Uh, and that's how I learned how to use a Keurig. And that will never not make me laugh.
3: And watching Gary deal with Dan, that's how I learned how to deal with Mike. Like <laughs> Mike is a Dan, uh, for sure.
0: And right A little bit Batman, handsome. A.K.A. my Gary.
3: Way less handsome than he thinks he is.
0: Hell Yeah. That could be my claim to fame. It is time to vote, and I feel fine about that. Greg?
2: I guess I'm going to go with Veep. No, obviously. Like, it, it feels so good to vote no,
0: for Veep. No, v. I thought you were backtracking. No, obviously it's Louis.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: thought it would be fun to make you, out of everybody in the room, defend Louis and why it should win. What do you think you would say?
2: Uh, I would say that it, it uh, just taken as a show, it elevated our conception of what comedy could be for a show. So that comedy didn't have to apologize for itself. uh, And instead could just be like, this is a philosophical look. Comedy is Mm -hmm. a life philosophy and that uh, adherence to comedy is like an adherence to, to an artistic form equal to any other artistic form. And that, it showed us that we could believe in that, which is why it's so much more painful. That- all right, I vote Louie. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, hell yeah, I, I I like that a lot. That was a great argument, uh, and I do want to pinpoint that comedy
3: shouldn't have to apologize. Comedians,
0: please apologize. Yeah, just give it a shot. <laughs>
2: As a people. Let's see how that one works.
3: Or you could not apologize, disappear for a year, and then show up on the conservative circuit. Like yeah. uh, <laughs> All those conservatives saying, yeah, come back. Taylor, which way are we going to go? Feet. Uh, Oh,
0: this is going to be the one unanimous. I feel it. Ryan? Veep. Caitlin? Veep! Cassie? Veep. We're all Veeps here. (laughs) Veep goes on. Your next battle in the first round, 2013's TV Comedy of the Year, Parks and Recreation, versus Cassie's pick, Community. This is one lovable group of misfits that shouldn't get along versus a different lovable group of misfits that shouldn't get along Cassie argue for community now
4: okay listen community there are so many misfits in there there's so many there's <laughs> at least six different misfits and they come from different backgrounds there's two olds in the group and then we got the youngs we got the two stri- olds two olds old. surely two- who are the Shirley Shirley is a year
0: older than Jeff. (laughs) They deal with that in the first season, you guys. She's sick of being thrown in with (laughs) no, After
2: they get rid of Chevy Chase, after they're finally like, Chevy Chase, you are too racist. Yeah. You have to leave. They bring in Keith David. Keith David or David <laughs> yeah, Keith. I never get it. And, then, and he, he comes in and does a, a great job
6: uh, in the in the Yahoo season. They also brought in Paget Brewster. Paget
3: Brewster, Padgett. Oh, oh, yeah. hell yeah. Paget yeah, Brewster crushes Hot Filter Hall of Famer. Incredible. Mike
0: Urban Trout was there for a
6: while. Yeah.
3: So they went through their cycle of old.
4: Yeah. But this was the one, like, you couldn't keep this one down. They were determined, you know, six seasons in a movie, and, like, it, so many people tried to take it out. Dan Harmon himself tried to take yeah, this seriously. one out. <laughs> he even himself, so it just, it holds a real, like, it, special place in my heart. It's just, like, a, it's a fun one to, like, always go back to, especially the early seasons. It's a good, mm-hmm. a feel-good one, and it's just, like, the paintball seasons, like, they started their own, like, they you have to watch the paintball season ones.
2: All the theme episodes are the pretty good. The theme ones are yeah. big. It was a little gimmicky how they always had theme episodes, but they always delivered on them. So. Yeah.
6: well, they they pulled it off and then I feel like it really was one of the like err, like proto shows that did that that like half of the CW shows started ripping that off. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. R- Riverdale, I don't think is where it is now without a little bit of community. Totally,
2: yeah, right? Every to episode argue. of Riverdale is like, you know, or arc. This is our slasher yeah. arc. This is our detective yeah. arc. This is our sports arc.
4: It also has strong, what is, so the, there's cold openings, but what's that last little bit at the end, that right before the stinger? credits? Stinger. Stinger. Those ones always always so good. Incredible. No. Uh, the, the,
6: the, the Spanish rap? huh. <laughs> Don't yeah,
2: the
6: they? Fact, Esta, the la fact,
3: One
2: of the characters on this show is Donald Glover. Yeah, like yeah, they they, they yeah. lucked into that, you know,
3: and and he, you know, Troy. Is... Do you remember though when he was a football jock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what? No, I'm just gonna be Donald Glover though. Yeah, seriously. So I'm gonna we... get weirder and weirder
2: as it goes on. And if you guys
3: had to guess, like,
2: what was it about him? Do you think that they thought that he would be the football jock because he's not a big guy? He's <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of spindly. He's like, you know, he's not very tall.
0: It's they uh, before Hamilton they cast colorblind. Because they wrote it for like, oh, oh, a white jockey dude. And then they're like, well, we're going to just see everybody. And he came in and just Donald Glovered all over the place. So they're like, I don't care what this character was. It's him. And then we're going to go with it. Yeah. And him him doing the, uh, your views are, your name's Al Gore because your views are wrong. Like he yeah. can yeah. deliver <laughs> old school football things very I, well.
6: I think about his politically conservative raps <laughs> <laughs> once a
1: week.
0: <laughs> or, uh, or his We're not Curry. John Kerry because you don't flip flop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Cassie said something interesting she said especially when you go back to the early seasons Caitlin when, when we're talking about the comedy of the decade does uh, how long it stayed great matter or does do the peaks and va- do you take the peaks and valleys or the whole view
5: I think in this situation we'll have to look at how it stay like if it stays good or not because I oh. yeah yeah because <laughs> I don't know yes. <laughs> well, Community, the first couple seasons were really, really good. I think Parks and Rec did a really great job at kind of staying pretty consistent in what it was doing. It, but might, I, have, it might have had some dips as even well. Even that stinker mm-hmm. of a last season. A <sighs> I, well,
6: I will point out that Parks and Rec also takes some beginning time to ramp up. Mark
1: people, Brandanowicz. Yes. That's what most people tell you when you start
2: the
6: show, just skip the first
0: season.
3: The worst episodes of Parks and Rec are better than the best episodes of Community. Ooh.
0: Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Ding. The fact even that even when they're like all about true. battling Grizzle for who owns the town and it's in the future,
2: <laughs> the
3: fact that we're having no, this
2: future season does not count.
0: That's not part <laughs>
3: of. The of fact it. that we're having this debate right now is adorable. But uh, uh, community can fucking. No, like, oh, community, I, I believe that you guys earlier in the segment said community invented making fun of genres, which. Yeah, that's, and I no, stand by that. Yeah, no, Of course, wonderful for community that it did that thing. But uh, Parks and Rec was one of, if not the best show on TV for seven years. Uh, community can fucking lick my dirty shithole. Uh,
0: if you if you. Count its its whole ebb and flow for five years, not for seven years. Ryan, defend community. Why could community be argued? It
3: should go on. I, I mean, I think it's similar to Louis in that people were like, you know, uh, maybe we don't have a Rick and Morty without it. Like it, it was like, oh yeah, shit, now sure. now genre <laughs> parody's guy. back. I think that uh, community was to uh, a lot of people who did not watch the Venture Brothers. You know, like mm. this is this is how we make fun of genre, and we're going to do it. And uh, it brought it to the mainstream, and then a ton of people thought that they could now do it as well. And uh, so I do agree with that, but I don't know if community did it that great for that long. Like I think I, I that the think if
0: you go back, I, th- there's more like dead weight than you think.
3: Yeah, I, like there's a, so many stinker episodes. For every. But uh, there is
0: also, for every stinker episode, there's the Dean dressed as a candy bar, wrapping yes. well, his eyes go around. I'm, the the not, the dean, I'm dean, not talking about the Dean. Yeah,
3: yeah. the Dean never misses. The I
2: Dean
6: mean, is the
3: community, <laughs> the exact opposite it, of what Brad Danowitz is to parse around. There's
2: <laughs> a reason that
6: only one person on that show has an Oscar, and it's the Dean. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> But no, like there was, there's some amazing episodes of Community, um, yeah, that like that really do like. Oh man, you understand this genre and can make fun of it in such a way. But Parks and Rec gave us these characters that, like, we will never forget.
0: A a a interesting. I, I think one, I'll remind you, there's a reason we're talking about a lot about Community, not a lot about Parks and Rec okay, Recreation. Okay. It's just, probably <laughs> a good thing for Parks and Rec. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, and of uh, talking about influences, something that's fascinating is looking into the future of the MCU. The writers of WandaVision, Loki. Doctor Strange the Multiversion Madness so many of them came from the writers room of Rick and Morty and Community yeah. and Community even before Rick and Morty was obsessed with the multiverse so it is Kevin Feige I... just looked at them and went you can do this what I, you th- know Where I'm trying to do and you already write the multiverse I don't know if this is an argument for
6: or against Community but I do think it's interesting that were it not for the worst season of Community Rick and Morty would not exist <laughs> 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 that depends on how you
2: feel about
0: Rick and Morty and it's fans Yeah, mm. I, neutral
1: <laughs> I'm not. I take.
6: I take no stance publicly. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs>
3: don't ever. You spell it uh, like Rock and Murdy, just so you don't like attract <laughs> people to your tweets.
0: Let's vote now, Cassie.
4: Um, you know I got to stay strong to it, stay true. It's community for me. If you had
0: to argue for Parks and Rec, what would your argument be?
4: Um it's really fucking good. It's just so fucking good. She's trying. <laughs> it's really Yeah,
0: that there is more emotion in there <laughs> than I've heard from years of being your friend. So <laughs> I know you voted for community technically. It was mainly
4: but... because Ryan came so hard against it, so <laughs>
3: <laughs> Caitlin.
4: Uh Parks and Rec.
3: Ryan. It's a uh, bigger slam dunk than last time, Parks and Rec. I'm gonna vote Dylan. for
0: community.
6: It was very important oh, to me Bellyx. personally. <laughs>
0: How 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 did it help you make you uh, are who you are today? It,
6: it was the first show that I found in college, so just extrapolate from there. I'm on sure. my own for the first time, becoming a person.
3: And the show takes place at a college.
6: Yeah, mm. look at that. Yeah. It was. Uh, and it, your dad once said he didn't want to be your dad, right? Yeah. And so you really
0: related <laughs> to Abed and Jeff for that.
6: Yeah, it it was recommended to me by the professor who later got fired for um fucking one of his uh his graduate assistants and forming yeah. like a. Ethical Christian, non-monogamy, the whole thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the, uh, the Baptist University didn't like that. So that, that's there's a whole lot going on there. I th- I think on that make show, make that finally, a
2: show, friend. <laughs> Talk your make that a show. Yeah, that's a small drama. <laughs> and Greg. I agree with what Ryan said. I think, like, at its worst, Parks and Rec is better than Community at at its best. It's a more uh, sort of pure show. I think it goes for way fewer cheap jokes and instead has jokes embedded in, like, real characters and real life. Mm -hmm.
3: Uh, I I, I mean, all time ensemble.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Gave us Chris Pratt, who continues to delight us as far as (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yeah, let's not look into the future of any of these people's careers. not think about that at all.
0: All right, Parks and Rec moves on. We're going to take the quickest of breaks for you. Our longest break of the night for us. And when we come back, more battles. Hola, filterinos. I just wanted to interrupt real briefly and say thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. If you want to support us a little more directly, you can go to patreon.com slash there, depending on what tier you pick, $1 a month, $5 a month, if you're crazy, anything more than $5 a month, don't do that. You can get extra content. There's extra shows, extra series, uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, you could pay for Ryan to draw you a picture. Uh, I can write you a poem. You can get the shirts off our very own backs. All of that and so much more over at patreon.com slash yourpopfilter. filter. While you're on the internet, you should check out Shady Monk. He does all the tunes you've been listening to. He's on Bandcamp, he's on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, wherever kids get their music these days that I'm too old to know. Shady Monk lives there. Uh, You can probably follow him on Twitter and Instagram as well. That's Shady Monk. Wherever you get music, check him out. Round one. Battle three. 2015's Comedy of the Year, Master of None, versus 2017's Comedy of the Year, Bob's burgers it is a delightful cartoonish romp of a family singing songs and making bad food versus another auteur who turned out to be a sex
3: pest ryan dive right in my friend did anybody watch the aziz and list master of none
2: no
0: it I did just, not. no i want nobody to. nobody did yeah it's no.
3: just like i love her
1: yeah
2: anything but like anything he's a part of it just feels icky yeah. it's not even like i, I i'm not mad but like it's just, I don't want to watch anything with him in it. That he was in the Park and Rec, uh, like Zoom show that they did, and he was just so disheveled, big and like, chunky yeah. sunglasses, and looked awful. Yeah. But still, anytime he spoke at all, it was well, like
3: life is hard when you get accused of doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, this is this is gonna be a rough segment because it's a show that brings us endless delight versus another <laughs> auteur who has <is> disappointed us. <laughs> what should we do? <laughs>
0: Bob's and Bert. Bob's and Bert. Bert. I'll I'll say this right out the gate. I never
6: liked Master of None. Like this, this isn't like me doing a little like. Oh, I, I truly, I never got into it. It never once made me laugh. It never interested me. So. I know exactly what my vote not is. Not even the big it's guy, little, little
2: guy dynamic between. Did you,
6: did you see? It's that? like just the barest amount. I was yeah. like, oh, it's fun when two people are different sizes, but like you got <laughs> to do better is than fun. But It is fun. You right? got yeah. like you got to have more than that to sustain a show. Yeah. And they just it didn't for me.
5: I think I tried to watch it like I, three times and I fell asleep every single time. Yeah. like I could it couldn't keep my attention.
6: Bob's Burgers keep me awake at night.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, it terrifies you
2: every time. How are they uh, making not enough cool. money to survive? I'm worried about. Them.
0: <laughs> no, that does your look at your taxes, guys. What are you doing? Like, uh, I, I, I loved Master of None the first season and the second season. I was like different. I, I think to all these comedians, uh, obviously the right advice is don't be a sex pest. The second advice is don't mirror your career on Woody Allen stuff because then, of course, you will become a sex pest.
2: Yeah, don't invite journalists over and then try to pressure them into having sex. And then reveal yourself to be a terrible person. No, I like the way
3: that Mike puts it, which is like, "Well, I'm a fucking super awesome guy who's very smart and very funny. I'm going to make this type of show. Oh, my God, I'm pesting sex-wise.
0: What happened? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Why did I go Uh, to Woody Allen? My pesto.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of pesto, Jimmy Pesto and his across-the-way neighbor,
3: (laughs) Bob's Burgers. Jimmy Pesto's son's best friend, Zeke, it's funnier oh, yes, than yes. anybody on Master of None ever. That is Fact. so true. Zeke
2: rules. I try to bring Zeke energy into every day. Like, yeah. yeah. Before
3: Greg what... bought in the studio today, he was like, one, two, three, Zeke. And then he <laughs> And then he, here's... he ripped his short sleeves off. Here's then... what I,
2: I love about Zeke. He's just so enthusiastic. And he has one person he's specifically enthusiastic about, right? And he, get, <laughs> he, he gets so fired up. Uh, and it's just like, it's not about him. It's about just like, repping for jimmy jr
0: i that one of the many times i wish this was a video show because you kept making eye contact eye contact with your jg uh, and that is taylor, is <laughs> taylor yeah. yeah
2: and taylor the is enduringly patient with that bit which i appreciate <laughs> yeah where it's like
0: into it most of the time and everyone's like jimmy jr just go okay Zeke, just come down yeah, well because
2: he <laughs> like also zeke captures this thing about young boys that you don't <laughs> oh, see a ton okay. that you don't see a ton which is they're always scrapping Uh they're always scrapping if you have like a bunch of boys that are like 10 or 11 or something or even all the way up to like 15 like and you just leave them like two of them will start wrestling in seconds. If you're like, if right you're around away,
3: boys that are ten or eleven, uh, keep that palm ready to like catch a forehead. Yeah. yeah. So you, they are just <laughs> swinging at you, but not actually hitting you. They just drape they'll sock you right in the nose.
2: all over each other, and that's what he does. Anytime he gets excited, he just drags Jimmy Junior to the ground. Like
1: I don't <laughs> I
3: don't want to blow up your whole fucking little anniversary shows. Oh, I'm like hey, let's do this. But uh, I could see Bob's breakers taking this all the way fucking down.
2: Yeah, especially oh, yeah. if we think of it like as going over the like the, yeah. the most time claimed,
3: and well, for it it's, being like it's, and the
2: it's same 11th season?
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, it, it, and it hasn't has slow to down. Dip, like, yeah, for I season. can't think of a lull season.
3: Mike and I went to a show where we saw all of the cast in costume, and they brought out remember, what was the giant monster they brought out? There was it a was snake, a, right? A snake? For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snakes.
0: I'm just afraid of snakes. Ha, <laughs> uh, <laughs> If they brought out a snake they brought out a topsy the elephant uh there was like a big brass band that walked out which is how the show ended Ugh. it was delightful and you know what none of these other shows on this whole goddamn list did that yeah louie where's
3: your fucking life <laughs> elephant show
0: yeah it sounds like we could just vote right now and continue to talk about
2: bob's burgers excellence as we go on cassie
4: uh it's bob's burgers
2: greg my wife and I do something where we get in and out which is the greatest burger place in the world, I guess. And uh, we eat the burgers <laughs> while we watch Bob's Burgers, and we call it cosplay. So
5: that's I am that's a fun. Bob's Burgers boy. <laughs> that is delightful. All
0: right, that's two votes for Masters of None for some reason. <laughs> Caitlin?
5: Uh, Bob's Burgers.
0: Taylor? Bob's Big Boy.
3: Ryan? I don't even know. What was it up against? Master of None. Oh, right. Uh, no, it's Bob's Burgers for sure.
0: Master of not going to be here anymore. <laughs> Next battle is 2018's Comedy of the Year, The Good Place, the second Michael Shore, who knows if the last of the battle, versus 2016's Insecure. So this is a oh. ensemble comedy versus a creator-owned. Some could say one of the the good benefits of the post-Louis era is uh, other people started to be like, you know whose uh, worldview is more interesting than an old White guy? Like anybody else. Oh. <laughs> I thought oh, yeah. It's anybody else. I thought we were going to have
3: like uh, something we like versus somebody problematic in every battle.
0: Yeah.
3: No, unfortunately, some of these are really going to hurt.
0: And this is one of those. I,
6: I have to just throw out a disclaimer. I, I, I studied philosophy at a Christian university. So uh, th- this is like...
3: Is that a you can't oxymoron? Get,
6: no. <laughs> Nah, but you can't get, you can't get more up my butt than The Good Place, so it's it's like impossible for me to pick another one, so you guys just talk
0: about
2: Insecure but, more. So you're saying un- you, Up Your Butt yes. is The Good Place. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is his opening line at most bars. But Taylor, to, to argue for to why you should also like Insecure, it is about uh, a struggling artist being very poor in LA. That, Okay listen and not really believing in herself and that's you to a T. That
6: is th- listen, both of them are me to a T. One is just a little more sp- one one feels targeted. One feels a okay. little bit targeted and the other one's like we can scattershot
2: this one. We can hit
0: this I have this seen one. you shirtless try to give a bunch of students a pot of chili. That does feel very Yeah. Evil.
2: Yeah. One thing I like about insecure is uh you watch her be so cool with her friends, just in conversation, so funny and and generally collected and then anytime you see her try to do anything professional Issa just looks so out of sorts you keep waiting as the audience for her to like just be very successful and i think finally at the end of season two something works out for Mm -hmm. her professionally
3: beside the obvious like what is it that separates insecure from louis and master of none which is stand-up comedian or you know like she's legit famous comedian uh going through all of their uh philosophies and therapy and i think that one she's a better uh tv writer you know we're like it's not yeah we thought we 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 were like uh tv comedy is free because they could just do these one-offs but she really did string stories together better than the other two
0: it's not short film she looked at the medium and said you know what matters is and she she has the most realistic arc in any show because it is so slow and it is unpeeling when you're like oh wait Dev, Aziz's character Master Nun, is kind of a dirtbag. It's not a huge reveal. You're like, yeah. But when you're
3: like, oh, Issa's kind of an asshole, but, it kind of hits you. But it, there's this thing, too, of like, with Dev, that was the kind of asshole that we were supposed to look at. You know, like, right. I will reveal 30% of myself, you know? Whereas with Issa, man, Issa is the villain of so many episodes.
0: and And she bounces, even though she is the ultimate creator, it is equally... Molly's show, especially the the longer the show goes on, like it is not. I only care about this one person because this one person is basically me. It is. I care about this world we're creating yeah.
2: and that relationship, her relationship with Molly. Yeah, that really, the yeah. the second season makes you really confront how much. You want to see them together,
3: and how painful uh-huh. it is to see them at war, and how much with you took each for other. granted the fact that like they were friends, so they're friends forever, right? That's how it works. even though they
2: right. were obviously going like the first season is about them obviously going in very different directions. So they
3: like uh, you know like your twenties and your something is about friends, and then the rest is family, and like but like that's not how TV's supposed to work. It's not supposed to address that when you're friends on TV, you're friends forever, and right. this this show was like no you're no you're not. Yeah,
2: think of how often on a TV show. All of the group of friends except for one person goes to that one person's job to tell them something. <laughs> like that always happens on New Girl. They all run over like they all get together and they go see Winston when he's on the job as a cop. Or That's they a all policemen. Go- they all go walk into Jess's class. They're like, Jess, we got something we gotta tell you.
0: Like the- Oh, schools are pretty cool about strange grown-ups just walking into the class. Principals right? or police chiefs are like, this is wacky but important, I'll allow it. <laughs> hey, yeah. you're friends. Okay. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Then The Good Place was uh, a philosophical diatribe about what it means to be good or bad. And it's super funny at the same time.
6: I I think that the lesson that comedies in general should take from The Good Place is one that not enough shows take, which is know when it's time to end. Like they could have yeah. done The Good Place for another five seasons. Know like, when in, it's
2: time to walk through that portal, right?
6: Yeah, and, and I think that they chose the exact right time. They're like, yeah, we know. Like, we have one more season in us. We did three of the best seasons of television you've seen in a decade. Uh, let's just knock one more out. Let's do a little victory lap and call it a day.
2: It's so funny. I've been rewatching it, and it's so much more clear when you rewatch it that they had, they knew where they were going the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Watching it, I was like, yeah. what are they going to do next? How are they going to get themselves out of this one? And now watching it all over again, it's like, oh yeah, well they just they planned out like basically uh, a full story arc. It's
6: what you wish Lost was. Yes, like like (laughs) the people who say, oh no, we had it all planned for the, they knew like step by step, and it's so obvious and it worked. Just do that more, you guys.
4: It's also the only, like, a comedy that has, like, cliffhangers at the end of its season, which you never see. There was, like, legit cliffhangers where they would switch it up right at the end, and you are like, holy shit, I can't wait. I don't know how they're going to solve this.
2: And even though it's such a wackety-ass premise, it's not, like, just the people you work with in your office or the people at the bar you Mm -hmm. go to. It's still more human than those shows because it is intricately devoted to, like, an inspection of the human Condition. And so, two demons talking to each other is more human than half the scenes in in your average sitcom. That's
6: why I would argue that The Good Place is a a lot better than most, if not all, of these like auteur led, like semi serious comedies at Mm. like dealing with serious issues because it is just a funny inspection of the human condition writ large. Like, with puns in the background. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do we owe to one another? (laughs)
2: yeah and uh, and like really like getting down to what it yeah what that means and and exploring how how and why we all feel so guilty you know because that in the same way that in the good place that there's no one can get into the good place anymore we feel that way about our own modern condition that we are so enmeshed in a system that makes us guilty even before we are aware of that that I don't. Okay. <laughs> Next. I eat plastic and
0: guzzle oil.
2: <laughs> well, I did leave my car running. <laughs>
0: well, you don't want it to get too warm in well, I just
2: I have my dog in there. <laughs>
0: He's listening
1: <laughs>
2: to his tunes. <laughs> All the windows are rolled up real tight.
0: Caitlin, what did you learn about being a person watching The Good Place?
5: I learned that you had to walk, talk, and then die and go into this awesome, cool place <laughs> that <laughs> ends up not being cool because it's a bad place. Uh, no, I uh, I really like this show because it gave me a lot of heehees. but then also I feel like I learned things, like a philosophy and stuff like that, which is crazy. It's coming from a comedy that I was, you know, used to. So
4: <laughs> it seemed very good.
5: So it gave you the he
0: What about the haha's?
5: Definite ha as well. Okay. But also are Archie like German
2: like for that. Four episodes at least of this show that probably will make you cry. Like the
5: Oh
1: yeah.
2: yeah, yeah the yeah. La- the like the, the the final episode of every season is Misty. legitimately like very painful. Mm-hmm.
0: Constant reinvention every season yeah. of what what they're doing. It has that and, the and then Pillboy.
4: Good. So pillboy
5: Pillboy. And, and then <laughs> shirtless cheaty making his chili. <laughs> so good. <laughs>
0: It is time. This is also the show that like. To talk.
3: Uh, <laughs> thank you, Mike. Um, <laughs> uh, girls, I learned by watching the show. Girls aren't just all about uh, dudes named Chris that are in Marvel movies, because Chidi and what's his name, Jason, Jason, are fucking. Whew, girls are into those two gentlemen. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to look like a Chris.
2: You can be some other just, almost impossible, impossible yeah. beautiful person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: with a perfect body. They, Does that mean we could be there? No, nope.
2: they never addressed <laughs> that in that show. At, or no, at some point I think they say that Cheedy t- to fight anxiety started doing pushups.
1: Yes, that was the real. And I can uh, tell uh, Chris, you,
0: did not work for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I <saw> pic- <laughs> that was a real. Andy got thin because he stopped
1: drinking beer. <laughs> How much beer were you <laughs> drinking?
2: Yeah, too much probably, huh?
3: I saw a picture <laughs> on Instagram of Manny Jacinto, yes, uh, mm-hmm. with uh-huh. long hair, yes, with. 6.4 billion likes. It yep. was <laughs> insane. Yeah, This is Jason, the guy who loves the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars, right? He's Bortles. dope. dope.
0: <laughs> Alright, it is time to vote, and this one does hurt at least me, if not everybody in this
3: room. Ryan,
0: which way are you going to go? You know what,
3: dude? I The Good Place is one of my favorite shows of all time. Michael Shore is one of my favorites of all time, but I—I uh, I, it's insecure. I think that Uh, I think that Michael Shore has a problem with putting too much plot into his comedies and not just Mm -hmm. relaxing a little bit I'm working through this with uh, Rutherford Falls and I think that The Good Place is where it started Uh, Insecure is just I do feel like Issa Rae is you know just bearing all and I'm feeling it and the although the fourth season the most recent season was a little lacking I think it's I think it's as funny and as important I'm going with Insecure
5: Caitlin? I'm going with The Good Place.
3: Uh, you don't want to talk way longer than that? No. <laughs> like, like me? It's
5: just very good. I feel like it uh, It moved us all, and it moved me to vote for it. <laughs> Cassie? Uh,
4: I, too, am moved to vote for The Good Place. Greg? I
2: was always excited to see The Good Place, but it was a little bit different when like you know to say to my wife insecure is coming back or we have a new insecure uh on the dvr so that's just that feeling there i had to go that means that's telling me insecure is the right choice
0: oh shit we got it yeah tie. but taylor
2: Brick already voted
0: <laughs> taylor yeah he did in his
1: opening yeah. <laughs> he went here he did go I'll back together
2: because
6: i love the way that the show insecure is shot and lit i think that the yeah. cinematography is great yeah. in that show and more comedy should take from that. I've been
2: wa- We've been watching a lot of movies from 1975 for our re- most recent right. season of movie of the year. And uh, in 1975, the way they shot people of color, it was so like sad and terrible. Uh, a show like Insecure shows that if lit the correct way, you can really like yeah. show how beautiful that skin is instead of the disgusting 1975.
3: Yes. The way in my head it works is that you look at flesh-colored Band-Aids on a black person. You're like, that isn't flesh-colored. Wait. Let's change the lights. Oh, my God. This is amazing. (laughs) Imagine just
2: imagine the same thing, though. Like, imagine when you were on your computer, like you're on your laptop in the dark and the camera comes on suddenly and the way you see yourself. (laughs) Like, imagine if that's the way they lit white people. And like, that's the way we looked on film. That would not be fair.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's terrible.
6: Anyway, I'm voting for the good place. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I I think often about that. There's a scene in the first season of Issa and Daniel when she's not sure if she's going to cheat on Lawrence and it is, it's all purple yeah. hues and it's yeah. the sexiest visuals Ugh. that a shitty LA apartment couch has ever looked. Yeah. Th- they should win some Oscars. Unfortunately they don't make movies. It's an Emmy <laughs> category, but also the good place is what's moving on based on votes That
2: hurts yeah that one was rough and we have to take a break (laughs) well that is very very funny or very sad and perhaps now you have something to think about or very problematic and perhaps we have something to think about but in any event i'm sure you have some reaction to what you're listening to so why not check us out on the social media you can go to instagram or twitter and find us at your pop filter email contacts at your pop filter hey everybody keep watching them movies round one battle five is caitlin's pick crazy
0: ex-girlfriend versus the 2019 tv comedy of the year fleabag Uh. caitlin Mm -hmm. it is two batshit but lovably charming women led comedies going head to head argue for crazy ex-girlfriend
5: Oh, my God. I Okay. So first of all, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, very, very good show. It's one of those shows that is good from the first season through the last. Uh, It is a musical comedy, so it adds that extra layer on it. And I feel like it does uh, a musical without making it cheesy. And then it goes so deep into things that um, like real issues with people like you think it's all funny and quirky in the beginning, but then you get to break it down and learn so much about these characters and the arcs. Of all of these characters, I feel like it does such justice to them. And anyone who hasn't seen Crazy Ex Girlfriend needs to watch it. And, and Mike, I think it's
3: mostly everybody, right? I, I think, yeah. yeah. Very low rated show. Yeah. Wasn't it like the if, worst if, rated
2: show every season it was on? Yeah. If this group
0: loves it, it means the rest of the world's like, what is that? <laughs> which it, it also shows CW refuses
2: to cancel a show. Yeah. yeah. Just won't yeah. do or it. Or promote. but honestly a lot of people that have shows on the cw they're like i appreciate the fact they won't cancel i
5: to be honest did not hear about the show until mike our host our beautiful host today um did bring it up to me uh, and talked about and said hey this show would be great for you guys and so we watched it like a week after it finished it like actually hey. finished oh, up. You okay. seem
0: like you need a joy show about mental problems go check yeah! this out. <laughs>
5: hey, this seems like it'd be for you. But yeah, no, it's it was very good and changed my life and I if you watch it, it'll change yours too. But a Promise.
2: And it's going I, I honestly believe that. Though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like no, I, that's real. I really do think that because it starts off and you think that it is just, you know, a uh, kind of a cute uh Mm -hmm. you know, meet cute style, and you're like, I'm not sure if this girl's really like if she should be pursuing this guy. Is this a a smart decision she's making? And then you realize that no the show is about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then watching her like, you know, confront what her problems are. And getting two songs per
5: episode. Mm -hmm. And good song. Two bangers per episode.
2: Yeah. Very rarely would there be an episode where like both of the songs was not amazing.
5: I think it starts out in the first episode with the sexy getting ready song.
2: Sexy getting ready song. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, it's
5: the sexy getting ready song. Talking about how real disgusting it is for women to get ready because there's just <laughs> so much that goes into it. <laughs> I,
3: I, it's, it's hard to think about. I mean, like, Fleabag is an all-timer television-wise, mm-hmm. but it's hard to think about somebody who uh, TV-wise means so much to us as shit. As a unit, Rachel Bloom as mm-hmm. Rebecca mm-hmm. Bunch. Did I get those yes, RVs correct? You did. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. i nailed it. Um, yeah, Rachel Bloom is so important to us um, as a TV creator, as a music writer. What I was trying to do was look up the guy who was in charge of music, who was also the guy from
2: Who Founds a Wayne?
0: Found oh, a yeah. Wayne. Who Adam. died
3: of COVID? Of COVID,
2: yeah. right? Yeah, cheese the losers. Um
3: But uh, Mike and I. We have seen it, Greg. I yeah, think I saw him I with was you. I uh, pop fest, the one and only, the EW pop fest, Hell where yeah. we saw this guy like do was one, wonder- and like this guy like uh, Weird Al is like the guy who could change his genre the most, probably the most musical genius we've ever met. But Adam Fountains of Wayne might be up there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, remember, he definitely is. Remember who else played at that pop fest? Janelle Monae and Lizzo. Whoa,
1: yeah. dang. Oh, dang!
3: Wow. Very cool
0: folks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that was a that was a great show to get and to it's- see.
0: Fleabag is an all-timer, and we are going to get into it, but Bob's Burgers won because Ryan reminded me that we went and saw them live, and he just did the same <laughs> with Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Let's see what happens next. Bag Adam Schlesinger. It's Adam Schlesinger. Thank you for looking that up. Fleabag is another uh, comedic deep dive into, this one is more grief than mental health. Mental health is obviously part of grief. Uh, I'd say, like Insecure, another one of the better spin-outs of the Louis uh, give them a Louis deal. Have this auteur of comedy just do what they're going to do.
3: There's something about, because uh, we've talked about Insecure and Fleabag, and then we've talked about Louis and Master of None. There's something uh-huh. about maybe the female auteur that's like, I'm fucked up. Do you get it, right? And then, where the boy one is like, I'm fucked up. Do you accept my apology? You know? <laughs> I think yeah. there's something that like, Brings you in with Fleabag.
2: Women have this ability to be fucked up and then not sexually assault anybody. (laughs) Yeah, which is just guys we gotta figure out. Yeah, I
0: know that seems like you're painting with a broad brush, there, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) I will say
6: uh, the the case with Fleabag is also, I think a part of it is British. You know, yeah, (laughs) you you can't ignore British. And also, this was not Phoebe Waller-Bridge's like first show. Like a lot of these were just like. I'm a comic and I've made my first show. This was right. like her third show, I think, where she'd done this. Like, and you can tell it, it, another show where she knew exactly where it was going to go. And yeah. like
0: when she didn't have story to tell, she was like, I'm not going to do it. And talk about like, obviously people have been rigged the fourth wall forever, but like, when she first started doing cracking and then leading up to that, it's in the second season when she's with Hot Priest and then he does it like uh-huh. and he's talking to God and it's like, what the
2: fuck is going on here?
0: Like, That's how you
3: know that they definitely should do it. Breaking the fourth <laughs> wall is terribly hack. Yes. To explain it is terribly hack. The fact that they this show got through both of those things and not feeling hack was yeah. pretty amazing.
0: Though so when he noticed she did it, yeah. Like, what are you talking and, do, do 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 and
2: then she tries to do it again. If you get caught doing it the first time, <laughs> no. don't stop. do it again. Just stop. <laughs> but when you see that he can see the camera, you're like, uh-oh. oh Man, these two, it's time to
0: they time they go to the camera.
6: I have never yeah. seen a show that was that horny. Yeah,
2: yeah dude.
6: Like uh, in the daytime.
2: There is, because you know what? <laughs> the, in front of the Lord. There is nothing hornier than not having sex.
1: Yeah, Like once yes. you have sex, sex like that, really that's ruin so sex. easy. Yeah,
2: Like the last thing you want to do the, or, yeah. After you have sex, that sex is the last thing you want to do, right? So, sex is like
3: whoopity, whoopity, hello. Well, man, if you
2: just never do it. Then you're just horned it's for the so entire hot. season. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can't. Ew. And the one
6: telling you is God the most powerful power imaginable? Ugh. Oh boy. I don't deal well with
0: power, Lord. <laughs> All right. I don't know what I want to win this is really difficult these shows are too similar and sometimes the randomness of life hurts which i think both of them are kind of about cassie
4: uh fleabag surprised me by the fact that i enjoyed it because there's a lot about it that i shouldn't uh normally british comedy goes over my head so and but hot priest really got me but i mean (laughs) crazy ex-girlfriend was just so perfect it's it's just uh, it's too much up my butt i guess so crazy ex-girlfriend
2: greg I don't think we should say things like "hot priest" really grabbed me on this show. <laughs> uh, no, it's okay because lo- it was hot. I love, uh, I love Crazy Ex Girlfriend, but this is not even a, a competition for me. Fleabag, all the way with an oh. exclamation point! So exciting, Caitlin.
5: Uh, you know I'm going for Crazy Ex Girlfriend.
0: Yeah, you always do, Taylor. Fleabag, absolutely. Oh, I love All the way, this. Fleabag. Ryan, you are the tiebreaker in this.
3: Like what are are we saying what is the best show or like are we doing like a pot filter? Like what is the most important thing to pot filter?
0: I always kind of have my thumb on the scale towards that one.
2: Gut, man, go with your gut. What does your gut tell you? I'm What's guessing cool? it's a big message.
3: It's crazy ex-girlfriend. Whoa! Wow.
2: wow. I shouldn't
6: have said
3: Bloom. gut. I should have said Bloom your, head. Is your head. What does your head say?
6: <laughs> listen, I don't listen to my gut. It tells me that I shouldn't eat dairy. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Otherwise poopy lottie. <laughs> Crazy Ex-Girlfriend
0: moves on. Your next battle is friend of the show's McKenna, a.k.a. books pick Russian Doll versus 2012's TV comedy of the year New Girl. This is, I would say, the most traditional sitcom-style comedy versus a loop-de-loop Groundhog's Day of Natasha Leone's weirdness.
2: Sweet birthday, baby. Sweet, right? birthday, sweet birthday, birthday, baby. baby. G- gave us sweet birthday, baby. Is that what we should have announced when Greg came <laughs> yeah,
3: in? Yeah, man, <laughs> Sweet birthday, baby.
2: Gave us a lot of, like, some of the best, Natasha Leone. And she already has such a uh, strong catalog. Mm-hmm. Uh, also gave us a little bit, like, horror twist. Great twist in this. Uh, every time a new wrinkle is added.
3: I loved, when Russian Doll was out, I loved the liana I love how everybody who has Innocent has a name that rolls with Assange. Yeah, you can't oh, do it that nice? yeah. Uh I love the Liana Assange, but man, New Girl has, first of all, Nick Miller. Pop Nick Milter, Miller. Right? In the Poppins Hall of Fame. Pepperwood. Uh, Julius Pepperwood. Old mm-hmm. Spider-Man. I don't She's know, a... man. Like, can we, can we go fucking mainstream Crank Frank
0: Sinatra, <laughs> putting water next to shoes. Yeah. Oh, True Winston. American. <laughs> Winnie uh, the Bish, a.k.a. Uh, Chocolate uh, Thunder. Bish.
3: A game we've ripped and put into our own real lives. Mike, at your bachelor party, we played True America Mike. Yeah. That was stolen from... Actually, guys, it was stolen from New Girl.
1: What? Oh, oh, yeah. I did
2: not know. New Girl, one of those where you could watch an episode from any season. Yeah. And it just works. It's just
3: good. It's just a good show, is what I would say about it. I'm also a big Jess fan. I know that we're supposed to say that, like, oh, she's the worst part, but I like Jess. She's not no, the worst part. Oh, People gosh. are...
6: Sexists are dumb when they say she, that. She's not the worst part. The thing is that she... The beginning of the show... It sort of assumes she's going to be the quirky one, but like by the end of the series, she's the straight man. She's the, the most normal. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's the part that I it think is, kudos on them for being able to make that shift. A
2: lot like Community, they didn't exactly know what to do with Winston Bishop at first. Yeah, yeah. And so they didn't let him, the actor just like assert himself enough. Uh, but yeah, he's a classic example. They're and then like, Winston got fucking weird. <laughs> yeah,
6: weird. <laughs> by the time he gets a cat. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. it's, For, it's off the rails Ferguson.
2: The,
0: there's an episode with him and Ricky Lindholm where their cats meet and get along and the whole time he's
3: talking about their cats getting together she thinks she, they're gonna fuck it's yeah. it's
0: comedy gold and it's amazing
3: <laughs> there was a season of like uh, him just saying coach is gone I'm here now and then after <laughs> yeah. that season oh my god Winston P. Bishop
0: and speaking of coach in the later seasons there's uh, they find out he comes to LA sometimes and doesn't tell them and yeah. they are furious, and he's like, "I know you were in New York. You didn't hit me up. Big. St- we're adults. This is friendship, man. We can't always <laughs> hang out." And I was just like, "Thank you for somebody saying that."
3: <laughs> I don't know, man. Like it, maybe maybe we're stupid because we don't sit around playing Russian doll games about like which one of us is each Russian doll character. But I, Russian this doll was seems- awesome and in like
0: convoluted in a
3: good way and fun. But it's also what six or seven seasons
0: of staying great. Versus one season. That is really hard for me to fight.
2: Yeah. A lot of really good characters. Um, a lot of like foundational performances. Mm-hmm. And New Girl, I think, is important to this particular group. And so I think that's yes. going to also give
3: it and, the edge.
0: In, Big in, Miller uh, is in the Pop Filter Hall yeah, of Fame. Big Miller that? is in the Pop <laughs> Filter Hall <laughs> of Fame. Uh, I don't know and, if I mentioned in, that. In an era of. Fuck old sitcoms. We're doing new stuff now. It is our most traditional style sitcom. Saying you can still be really
3: good about friends hanging out, guys. There's so many classic scenes of like the the kitchen in the morning, and everybody's like, "Here's what I have to do today." I love uh-huh. that shit.
2: And it's a very LA show. It's a yeah. it's about oh yeah a being very from,
3: affordable LA loft.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> going. To I thought beach. it was
0: Chicago for the longest time.
2: Because <laughs> I. They talk about Chicago so much. <laughs> yeah,
0: because he just screams Chicago.
2: Deep dish. That's what I like. It's
6: it's sort of like the inverse Five Hundred Days of Summer with Zoe Deschanel, where it's supposedly set in Chicago, but they just filmed it in L.A. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> L.A. for Chicago.
6: All right, it is voting time, Taylor. Uh, I'm going to go New Girl. Absolutely. It's it's just six seven seasons. Perfect.
3: Ryan. Yeah, man, Like, I love Russian Doll. I like Russian Doll less because they were like, we're going to do a second season.
4: Yeah. I, yeah. You kind of did it.
3: Don't. You did the dang thing. It's New Girl. Cassie?
4: There's just so many good characters. It's got to be New Girl.
2: Greg? New Girl.
0: And Caitlin?
5: Yes, yeah, so um, I'd like to go with New Girl, please.
0: Clean sweep of New Girl. Everybody here says eat shit books. We like Russian <laughs> Doll, but not <laughs> enough to give you a vote. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, more battles. 2020's TV Comedy of the Year, What We Do in the Shadows, versus Taylor's pick, BoJack Horseman. This is one of the goofiest comedies of any of the 16 that aren't vampires fun and these old weirdos are weird. And then this painted cartoon went, you know what's do you know what's funny? Not being funny. Look how dark this horse is, and people love it. I'm not the one to speak about BoJack Horseman at yeah, all. So throw it to Taylor. I'm being a real dick right now.
6: It here's the thing. It's fucked up that you put my pick against Jackie Daytona, and <laughs> and I don't appreciate it. Um, but I think it's hard to deny BoJack Horseman. It was from like the early crop of Netflix. I don't think Netflix would necessarily be the streaming giant of. Its own content that it is today without a little help from Mr. Bojack Horseman. Uh, It also. I didn't know if he was going to say it and then he said it. He did say it. It it, it also changed the way that uh, most publications review TV shows uh, because if you look at the aggregate reviews for the first season, they are much lower uh, because the show takes like four or five episodes to show you what it is. And before Mm. they would just watch three episodes and they're like, this fucking sucks. (laughs) Uh, He
3: seems a little defensive.
6: I'm not Here's the thing I like I love both of these shows But I think Bojack Horseman Is the rare case Of a Comedy that can It's still very funny Always With moments of Serious sadness But it's doing the thing That the Auteur Comedians we've talked about Are doing But you get to do a animated horse doing it so you don't <laughs> have to feel bad when that dude turns out to be a real creep because it's impossible. <laughs> Best of both worlds, baby. Yeah.
3: I don't know, Mike. Can I take a fucking... Let me just go off what Taylor was saying and I would like to talk about what we do in the shadows because it was not a great first season. No. And Disagree. It, and it figured its shit out the second season. It was a bad second first, season.
2: first half of the first season, I would say.
3: But Bojack Horseman... Did the thing. It did the thing. It did the thing of like, we're animal puns and whatever. Mm. And then in the second season, through the eighth or whatever, became the single most important show on TV. Like, I would put Bojack Horseman along with Better Call Saul. And I know that What We we Do in the Shadows, like, it had an incredible second season. But I would like to talk about What We Do in the Shadows.
6: I would argue that What We Do in the Shadows had an incredible first season as well.
3: I also don't think the
0: first season was bad. That's yeah, crazy I,
6: talk. I think the first season. You can argue if you had already seen the movie that there's a little bit of retreading mm-hmm. um, in, in the very especially beginning. The pilot. Yeah, especially yeah. the pilot. But like, you have to set it up. You can't assume that people saw an unrelated. Like, no one complains that Buffy the Vampire Slayer is doing a, a slightly different. They don't expect you've seen. The I movie. did.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
6: of course, we know Mike did.
3: <laughs> but Bojack Horseman had probably two or three episodes per season that re. Bro TV. Like, this was... Look how crazy this was.
1: There's
4: the
0: the infamous underwater one. Like, the silent episode, right? Counterpoint. Jackie Daytona.
3: There was one (laughs) that took place in, like, 2002 or 97, and it was the most thing that ever took place in that year of all time.
2: (laughs) It is so, like, depressing, though. Yes. Some of the stuff that happens in BoJack Horseman is the most depressing stuff I've ever seen. Like, when he... ODs with the gr- or, oh, yeah. or when the girl Ooh. that played his daughter Roof, on horse and around and she ODs right there yeah. like yeah. on screen with your hero or when
3: there's a 30-minute eulogy yes. for- at his mom's funeral. Yeah. Yes. What?
6: Or or he- Which is revealed. Not his mom. Just
2: a lizard <laughs> person. And then uh a lot of gray area with his relationship with another like underage. Like the show did a lot of a lot of big things it made the moves but uh it's and one of the coolest I don't know art
1: a little, for is it
5: a little too dark is that like I think it's really dark like I've seen a lot of I feel like I watched a lot more of bojack than I would have expected but i I feel like every time I walked out of it, I felt sad. But there's those <laughs> times where it's like,
3: what's a butterfly? And then like a stick of butter flies away. That's
5: yeah, no, funny, there's right? a, there's some funny things. It's like, haha, And then it's like, oh, oh, oh my God. He's mostly
3: crushing. You
2: keep thinking he's going to get better. Yeah. You keep thinking he's going to be better. And the show keeps being like, that's not this show. <laughs> <laughs> I
6: just... I appreciate the show for being able to pull that off in a post-Breaking Bad world. A post-Louis
3: world. Yeah. Like, (laughs) this is the show that's doing Louis and Master of None better than those two shows. You're
6: supposed to understand that these guys just kind of suck, but no. But it does also, it's one of the only ones that does provide in the very last season and the last episode even, an actual realistic, like, yeah, I did some shitty things. I went to prison. I'm still dealing with it, but I'm trying to be a better person now. And I've, I like I I am actually dealing with my issues and not just throwing them out and being like, "Ah, crazy, right?"
0: So more than Louie maybe it owes something to my name is Earl. <laughs> People do not talk about my name is Earl enough. Not nearly enough in my book, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Is that in the bracket? It you know what, Ryan? It is not. It was canceled long before Pop Filter
1: ever existed. <laughs>
3: I, I uh, did some research today, and I was like, is Arrested Development going to be in the bracket? And I looked it up, and it came out in 2003. Yeah. What? what yeah. Guys, 2003. That's why there's like, so
2: many jokes about the Iraq War.
0: Yeah, it's mostly about the Iraq War. It, it came out, yeah. 2003, was on for three seasons, and though even though everybody said, make it more, they never did again, and that's crazy. But they yeah. never did and never will. There
2: are no later seasons of that show.
0: Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it
0: could technically be eligible, There's no fucking way it's eligible based on those two seasons. Get out of here. It's time to vote. Ryan, are you upset that just because we have Cassie and Caitlin that are shining bright friends, if things get dark, they're immediately like, nope. Does that bum you out for this kind of vote?
3: It doesn't bum me out. Uh, The fact that they're not bummed out does not bum me out. (laughs) But Wait, we have BoJack versus what? What What we we do in the shadows? shadows. Yeah, and I mean, like, Again, I'm gonna say like at best one and a half incredible seasons. It's BoJack, and it's hard. Caitlin,
5: oh, that's really weird to say that it's hard.
3: <laughs> no, it, he, it's a, he's he's a horse, <laughs> and it's hard.
5: All right, um, yeah, I'm... dick, penis, penis is what I'm talking about. He's talking about jizz, <laughs> just jizz. I didn't say I didn't say
3: jizz.
0: Yeah, you're being gross now, Caitlin. No, you're nobody being said disgusting. that. I was about to talk about jizz. You talking yeah. about a male horse Sorry. penis, and you're talking about jizz like a gross person.
5: Say whatever <laughs> we want. Well, um, yeah, I watched a lot of Bojack. Yeah, it's just not. It's not my. I don't like horsing around with it. So um, I'm gonna go with what we do okay. in the shadows, which was the comedy of the year last year, right? It was. It was, and it deserved to be because it was an amazing show and
3: over Ted Lasso.
5: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'll stand by that.
2: Greg? Yeah, I really like what we do in the shadows. It's uh, it's very much my stuff. I think uh, it, as much as it parodies vampire culture, I think that there's still something for uh, we crazy vampire fools. Mark Hamill's in the Jackie Daytona <laughs> episode. Uh, it's it's almost perfect. And so even though there's less of it, I'm going to give it to what we do in the shadows. Oh,
0: I did not expect that
2: Cassie,
4: yeah, I go to comedy to laugh, so it's gonna be what we do in the shadows.
0: And Taylor, it's your pick versus a thing that you. It felt like what we do in the shadows was your pick when you were talking. So what yeah, you do? I really,
6: I don't. I'm actually not sure what side I'm on anymore. <laughs> now, what is the vote count right now? Does it matter what I vote it, it for? Shouldn't it shouldn't matter doesn't. to
3: you. Okay, well, well, Mike could call that he has two or three votes at any point. Yeah, in the uh, month. yeah. yeah.
6: I am going to
0: vote for Bocek Horseman because it's my pick. <laughs> it is uh, three to two, and I could do that, but Ryan knows I infamously only watched the first five or six episodes when this show sucks, and never again <laughs> went back. So what we do in the shadows moves on. Your final battle of the first round is Greg's pick, Detroiters versus yeah. the 2014 TV comedy of the year, Happy endings it is two wacky ass groups hanging out and i would say being misfits in underserved cities of the sitcom world detroit or and i mean it this time chicago
2: (laughs) (laughs) greg okay detroiters uh the easy answer is to say wait is
3: this chicago or detroit (laughs) this is the one
2: i said in detroit (laughs) okay um and it would it's easy when you think of uh tim uh robinson robinson uh to go to i think you should leave but honestly the first place i ever saw him was in detroiters and this show from its pilot is a like fully realized world they Mm -hmm. are a, a very uh faded ad agency and a lot like people think of detroit this they're like you know their best days are behind them in this ad agency but these two friends are just so wacky and lovable and. Honestly, I think that there are funnier moments in "I Think You Should Leave," but I think the like the more enjoyable show is the friendship is Detroiters. Yeah, Yeah, because the friendship of these two guys is the it's and you get way more Sam Richardson, Mm
1: -hmm. uh,
2: and you get a lot more of it. You get him at his most endearing and most and also weirdest.
3: Yeah, like on Veep, he is stupid, annoyingly normal. Yeah, yeah, but like this is where he's like he goes off. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and uh I mean just watch the pilot. By the end of the pilot, you'll be like, There's no other show like this on TV. A lot of the roles have non-actors, but it's like delightful. Yeah. They're like so bad. <laughs> but and, not
3: like uh, uh the, the wire adult swims guy. Tim and Tim Eric, Eric of like I'm making fun of these No, yeah. You know, like they really <laughs> cast well. Uh like you were looking Greg- for Tim and Eric, and I said, The Wire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Tim close, and Eric guys. is kind of The Wire of comedy, they say.
3: You're the kind of person who frustrates Alex Trebek so much. <laughs> be- me and Greg are best friends, but our wives are like, you stop hanging out with that other person. Uh-huh. And we're always like, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> and we just scream curse words at them. That's how best friends work. <laughs>
1: That's, That's
3: what that Detroiters taught be. <laughs> yeah
2: but it also they also show like that like we have this idea of detroit as a city as like this absolutely blighted hellscape mm-hmm. and they shoot detroit so beautifully and they show that that's not just like that's only one side of the story of detroit and that every place has its, its blighted areas but also right it's really glorious areas and i say but that also as somebody, detroit
3: is a little bit still in the 80s you yeah know? like the way that they shoot stuff like they're a little behind us.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, the interiors of almost everywhere definitely does look like the interiors of their own office. It's like Mad Men. They took that office, put it into Detroit, and then aged it 30 years forward. And it's the way like, they
3: shoot commercials is like, oh, you have not seen commercials from...
2: Yes. <laughs> and they have a... Uh, their secretary is, like, the secretary from, like, the, f- the 50s or 60s. <laughs> if she stayed alive. And she's just, like... St- still tells all the stories of being like hot to trot in the exact world.
0: And oh, it she was get, like drunk toffee. anytime they go out to dinner. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and she finds out that like one of her coworkers is a lesbian and just handles it. Like an old woman would was trying to be so cool about it, but making everybody so uncomfortable. <laughs> and then including like being like, am I gay? <laughs> but it's just, it's a warm, beautiful, wonderful show. And as much as I like, I think you should leave at times. It lacks that, you know, that warm cuddly quality that i obviously mm-hmm. also like from comedy i uh
0: i want to remind the listeners that it is not going up against i think you should leave right now even though <laughs>
2: greg greg's monologue made it think like that might be
0: it is going up against happy endings where if new girl is uh the sitcom that defines the group happy endings is a sitcom that defines me as a human being and is my most rewatched and regoing going too i think it shows that you don't to satire something or parody it. You don't have to scream. See, remember the time Seinfeld did this. Now we're doing our version of that episode. It is just saying all sitcoms are dumb. Let's have fun with it.
3: Ryan, happy endings. Are you asking me to vote? <laughs> no,
0: I wanted you to talk about I, happy endings. I felt like
3: uh, that I was. I don't know if I told you, Mike, about this show, but I did tell Greg and yes. literally bought the DVDs. That's true. <laughs> and then I uh, told Cassie. And said, "You know what, Cassie? Uh, I did that thing where, like, I gave it to her, or like, told her about her, and like, I did the finger right to the mouth, like, shh, shh, shut <laughs> the fuck up."
1: <laughs> Which Cassie hates that shit. Oh, man. I
3: don't love it. She like snarls like a could dog. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but I do,
3: I do feel like a sort of like, man. We all think that like uh, network comedies are stupid, right? What about this one? And I cannot believe how. This is this is our shit. This is going to go all the way to the winner.
2: A lot of talent that with that it, at its best. Adam Pally, God, like, Adam <laughs> so Pally good. is probably probably the wins the entire show. Cassie or
3: Caitlin, did you watch with Cassie?
5: Yes, I did. I didn't watch as much as she has, but I have watched quite a few episodes, and they're all very good. And I was really surprised because I hadn't heard a lot about this show.
2: One thing I like about Happy Endings is it has a married couple that uh, like are hot for each other's shit. Yeah, they want to fuck, <laughs> and like that's just never done on anything. The, and it's, it's like,
0: like the most subversive thing the show actually does is a married couple on a sitcom likes each yeah, other. Yeah,
2: because if you're <laughs> if, like if you're on a sitcom and you're single, you're allowed to rail, but if you are married, you're just supposed to sleep in those separate beds. But they're you know, always how how like.
1: Mm. Towards mm, mm, yeah. each other, <laughs> they make and, other people leave the room because they yeah. just start getting on each other. And just, we
0: like,
2: will not leave the room. We <laughs> must leave the room. Seeing that represented as well, yeah, it's, and they still eat gross qual- uh, quantities of food as well. So. You know what's crazy
3: is that, like, I think that we quote Detroiters a, a lot, but it's not as much as happy endings. Mm. Like, no, this is- I'm always saying, I'm Max. We
2: also went to go see a live thing with the happy ending. Yeah, yeah. it's weird how many of these things we've seen live. Well, that's why they're on the list. And we I guess, saw but guest... the average person doesn't do that. <laughs> no. I like this TV show so much. I'm going to go see the characters well, sit around and chat. Yeah. The average person doesn't make a podcast
0: about all this stuff, Craig. We're... That's true. That's true. we are better than most of the people listening.
1: Mm. Is what I'm trying to say. Here. That's the
3: conclusion. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was like so evil.
5: You know? His head was slowly back. Yeah, like
2: his mouth was wide open. Yeah. His head was like the word "ha" was actually coming out of his mouth.
5: Oh, it's happening again. I felt like
6: I could see like the comic book, like "ha ha," like the speech bubble like flying out.
2: And then he drinks more room? water. Is uh, this a jigsaw situation? Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, you're all trapped in that room. Is this
2: Find a spiral way out. from this the spiral? book of saw? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is
6: Chris Rock going to do a tight five about how marriage sucks?
3: (laughs) Mike, let me tell you what's up. I do love the show that Happy Endings is up against.
2: Yeah, and? Mm -hmm. Is that No, I'm ready to vote. Is that mean? Are you trying to damn it with faint praise? That's so rude. Greg, it is your pick, so you get to vote first. I love Detroiters. It's such a good show. But... Probably it is happy endings. I feel like, again, it's it's very important to this crew. Uh, we're all a combination of two or three of the characters, and that's why we're all always at each other's throats and depressed. So happy endings.
0: Ryan, vote. And also, there are six of us on this horn. There are six of those main characters. Oh, I'll
3: do it. You I'll do it right now.
2: <laughs> Here
0: we
3: go. Uh, Mike, you are clearly uh, Stick Me Home Tonight. What's his name? Dave? That's you good. are Dave. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah. uh, Taylor is Adam Pally. It's a good yeah. get. Cool. It's, it's a cool. good get. And I am Brad, because you told me that I get to pick. Um, <laughs> Greg is, Cassie is Jane. Cassie is Jane. Mm-hmm.
1: Caitlin
3: is Penny. Oh, my God. Look at her. She's a mess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that's Greg Alex?
2: <laughs> okay, I'll take it. No. Uh,
0: he is the hottest take, of us. Well, let's take a <laughs> break. I'll
3: come back later because Greg okay. is not Alex.
0: We'll, we'll check in. Yeah, it, you thought it was easy. It's actually a little bit I difficult. Think,
2: I think how it works is this is what I always say about the Sex and the City gals as well. It's not that you're one of them. You're three or two that or three you're, of yeah, them. Yeah. yeah, like you have one who's your major house and then one <laughs> who's kind of like your minor, right? right. You're one like descending or something. You've got like, a rising. You're going to yeah. be somewhere <laughs> in between them because yeah. they are them. We can't be right. them. We have to be some combination Whoa. of them. Yeah. We
3: can't be them now. But we will learn to be. We will. be. Yeah, we'll get better.
0: Happy Endings moves on. That is the end of the first round. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, the second round. Round two, battle one is HB owned. HBO's HBO's own Veep versus NBC's Parks and Recreation. We're gonna do this real quick style. Say your final word, and then you say your final vote, Greg.
2: I just this one comes down to personal preference, but Parks and Rec is like part of my entertainment life, and Veep just never quite cracked it. Parks and Rec is mm-hmm. probably for me a top three show, and I could very easily see it being comedy
0: of the decade Cassie
4: yeah Veep's just not for me but Parks and Rec 100% is so Parks and Rec
0: there's no love no love in Veep ever
6: <laughs> <laughs> Taylor yeah uh, same I just Parks and Rec is just so ingrained in my pop culture DNA it's gotta be Parks and Rec Caitlin
5: same Z's bro um, yeah it's Parks
0: and Rec and Ryan D- do we have to keep voting I no. What would your vote have been? I think that's still interesting. It would have been Louis.
3: I just think he did a, <laughs> did a really good job of making
0: it's a show. Who you it's time to the time most. to
2: forgive him, everybody. Oh, does that...
0: Do you, Louis is part of the second season for a while. Does that change any of your
3: votes?
2: It does suck.
4: It does suck. It, it sucks, sucks for sure.
2: And keep in mind, he plays a cop.
3: But Aziz oh. Antari was part of all of it. Mm. Yeah, yeah.
2: And that, that sucks. And that's why my vote's for V. In a way, both those guys <laughs> bring the show down almost as much as Mark Brandanowitz. the fucking, <laughs> fucking Mark Mark of Mark any show
1: I
6: ever.
2: I hope no. he goes to jail. He's a listener. <laughs> we love you, Mark. I what don't. are you charged with? No, we Just don't love a you, Mark. We hope you are listening. Fuck you. you,
0: listening. Fuck you. He's fine. But what else is he doing, but doing to see, pod, yeah. All the real girls. Parks and Rec moves on. Next up, it is 2017's Cartoon Spectacular. Oh, no. This one does hurt. Bob's Burgers versus 2018's The Good Place. Oof. Are we going philosophical, thoughtful comedy or goofy-ass family sing-alongs, Caitlin?
5: Shit, this one's hard. Um, wow. Um, I'm just going with my heart, and I'm going to say The Good Place.
0: All right. Ryan, fart or heart?
3: What are you going with? Uh, I'm going with fart, and I'm going with Gene songs on the Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Cassie?
4: Oh god, it's Bob's Burgers has hit so many good episodes for so long, but... I... Period. Done. Voting. <laughs> I'm gonna go with The Good Place.
0: Taylor?
6: Uh, it's too far up my butt. It's The Good Place. Yeah. Shit.
2: The... Greg? I love Bob's Burgers, but no! I think <laughs> you run into a buzzsaw sometimes, and I think The Good Place is too much of a sure thing. Oh! Oh! You died, gave
0: <laughs> Greg moves on. <laughs> uh, I want to know if, if I want you guys to know if Greg has had done Bob's Burgers. If anybody other than Ryan, if they, then I would have used my host triple vote. Bob's Burgers is the best show. Wait, I thought it you had a like double it. vote.
3: You have triple vote. It's triple. I have what I want to make it work, man. Powers.
0: I didn't use it for a while, so I get to use it double. But the good place moves on. Next up, it is. Ooh, another but we got to stop this is crazy (laughs) ex-girlfriend versus new girl which girl is gonna take it all down taylor i'm gonna go based on me
6: and myself and what i have watched more no based on something else yeah no sure um based on what mike loves more um i'm gonna pick the new girl (laughs) okay
0: that's what you think (laughs) you know about me cassie
4: Mike, listen, New Girl got depressing, and yet I still, I mean, uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend got depressing, yet I still liked it, so big ups to it. I'm going Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Whoa! That is legit
2: surprising. (laughs) (laughs) Greg? New Girl has basically been one of those shows that is just always on in the background for me, and I couldn't imagine living without it. All of these matchups are very tough, but New Girl is a Greg show for sure. You love New Girls. I do. I do. I love yeah, old girls. That's creepy.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin? Uh, I'm with Cassie, whereas uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend got real sad and real depressing. And I continue to want to come back and see more and more and more. So as much as New Girl is great, I think Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is going to take it from me.
0: Guys, it throwed me for this loop, and Ride gets to break this tie. Hmm.
3: Let's think about this. I am a person with a ton of promise and ambition, and yet <laughs> a uh, uh, just uh, rebel in my loserdom and drunkenness. A real jest, <laughs> yes.
4: a real jest. <laughs> I, uh,
3: I have a friend who uh, every time he thinks differently than Demi—that's uh, you, Mike—just screams the top of his lungs and does it in such a like a overt manner, just like. What? No, I, I don't. What true. are you talking about, Ryan? And then let's all look at Greg's Winston shirt right now. <laughs> That's true. My life is Nick Miller. My pick is New Girl. <laughs> that means New Girl moves
0: on. Next up, it is 2020's What We Do in the Shadows versus 2014's Happy Endings. Vampires versus Weekend. R- Weekend, (laughs) that is true. They brunch a lot, (laughs) yeah. They do, they brunch a lot, (laughs) Cassie.
4: Uh, for I loved what we do in the shadows, but nothing can compare to happy endings. Everything's so uh, good.
3: This was if this was two months ago, Cassie would not have seen this episode. I would (laughs) have. I have to say,
2: the fact that happy endings got canceled before it could even peak. I think yeah. we'll always yeah. make it, we'll always wonder what could have been, but we'll always also like it a little bit more. Exactly. It feels like we know we're getting more what we do in the shadows. It's probably going to be pretty good, but happy endings will always be very good. And then at the same time, like we never had to suffer through anything yeah. bad.
6: Right. We never also, had to have an unhappy ending.
3: No. <laughs> also, what's important is that happy endings did not get canceled before like the second or third to last episode uh, where Dave heard a ding. On his oven and went.
1: Ooh, 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 ooh.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the for no reason jokes that make a show.
2: They're all the weird one. That's what's fun about that
0: show. Yeah. Yeah. I've forgotten who's voting right now.
5: Caitlin, um, I this is hard. Um, I gotta go with Vampire and I'm gonna go with what we do in the shadows because oh, vampires do love my vampires.
0: Soul. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. You do love those vampires. Wait, hold Taylor. on. We should clear up. Like, do you remember how people have voted? That is important for you to keep track of.
0: Cassie said happy endings. Okay. I
5: said Greg vampires. Greg said happy endings? Yeah, okay. Yes. So you're good.
0: Caitlin said vampires.
5: Vampires.
6: I'm going to say what we do in the shadows. Ooh. Two vamps.
2: That's just the crazy two... way we talk in Arizona. I don't. See?
0: <laughs> I was going to make Taylor the tiebreaker. But Ryan is now the tiebreaker because that's how orders work. No, that's how numbers work. <laughs> yeah, okay. Ryan, break that tie. Oh, uh, happy endings. It's happy for sure. Some some are calling it your pop filters. Comedy of the decade. I don't. I don't know this. I'm here I'm here in the scuttlebutt, but we'll see. Next up, your battle is Parks and Recreation versus The Good wow. Place. We got sure, there, folks. Sure. We did it. Ooh, Hot we shore, did it. On shore action. <laughs> what is better? His first show run alone show or his philosophical mind boggle?
2: Parks and Rec
3: is better. Yeah, this is <laughs> so yeah. obvious to me. It's like yeah. uh, it's character over plot, and like man, plot really took the Good Place down. I but dis- it's also. I don't think-
0: but the Good Place never does. I'm the absolute cartoon version of myself, mm. and
6: hey, my Parks Bro. and Recreation. I don't want to fucking fight you right now. I feel like the
0: Good Place has consistency over Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec
6: has some valleys.
1: <laughs> it's
0: got some valleys. Uh, I love when Ryan doesn't have an argument, so he yawns over your argument.
3: That's <laughs> yeah. that's a good sign. Well,
0: yawn all you want. I'm wide awake, motherfucker.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I can to fight. Obi Yawn Kenobi over here. <laughs> I loved how Michael Short could uh, throw a million touchdowns on this team to get traded to some fucking New York team where it was just a ton of interceptions.
0: I, what? I don't know what, what that means and I
1: refuse to respond.
2: <laughs> Greg,
3: this is the worst show.
2: <laughs> uh, Park and, and rec for sure. Just a more consistently delivered good character-based comedy and less like as Ryan said, needing to get through a lot of a lot of plot points. I think that you, when you compare these two shows, it becomes obvious how much more superior Parks and Rec is.
3: How about this shit, motherfucker? Bigger
2: cultural footprint too.
3: Wait, we're we're in the voting time. What, you're still trying to argue? What are you doing? How about what shit, motherfucker? If we threw all on both uh, both ensembles into a draft, you would get to like we would draft six Parks and Rec characters or actors before you would draft a you good would draft ganger.
2: Jerry before you drafted yeah. anybody That's from the Good Place. That's how much better this show you is. You draft Jerry, Jerry first. Disagree. You draft Little Sebastian. Oh. Disagree. You know? Disagree. Like, did the Good
3: Place have a tiny bony? It did, like actually.
0: That
2: thing was horrific,
0: actually. I'm like Adam Scott. I don't get it. Wait, are we I don't voting? I think he's kidding. Yes. yes, obviously we're voting. We're in the middle voting. of you voting. Voted for Parks and Rec, even though you didn't say it. <laughs> Greg voted for Parks and Rec. Cassie, what do you got?
4: oh man okay this um listen love both of these Parks and Rec felt like it didn't know when to end as much so uh good god. place always had a plan it knew what it wanted it did it good place
2: oh okay. that that last season wow. was bad
4: it was a bad season oh yeah. my god and Mike it took a lot know of build up
5: Mike you know this is a very hard battle as many battles before and I feel like I'd be happy with either one going forward but I am gonna have to stick with my heart and say Parks and Rec
6: Ooh. yeah a good Taylor, answer. what would you have voted it's for? It's a good place, but I,
0: I've, been, I've been once again disenfranchised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the plight of the young white Texan. That, isn't it always been like that in America? Listen, we're not represented, but someday we will. <laughs> the South will rise again. Nope, don't
6: Parks support and that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that on record. you have to log an
2: objection
1: to that.
0: Parks and Rec moves on your Final battle of the semifinals is New Girl versus
2: No Happy Ending. This is it, guys. Which this weird crew?
0: Cecilia. Which weird crew?
2: <laughs> Why would pop culture Cecilia. do this? <laughs> Why
0: would they make two delightful weird crews for us to fall in love with and make them make us fight them
3: against each other? <laughs>
1: I'll you know go first. I'm trying uh, to- <laughs> uh,
3: New Girl definitely showed us like the degrees of wackiness until Happy Endings came out and said. This is how wacky you think a you know full wacky? white <laughs> cast could be. Yeah. It's happy endings, and it's not even close. A full what cast? White. What about Brad? Yeah, what about Brad? Brad is the whitest <laughs> black guy in the history of
1: television.
0: <laughs> Only when he's hanging out with his white friends. He hangs yeah. out with his black friends sometimes. Remember, there's a whole plot about it. <laughs> one episode, Mike. One episode. All right, so you're voting for happy endings, I yes, think, I am. is
4: what you said? All right. Cassie? Yeah, Happy endings. <laughs>
2: Taylor? New girl. Caitlin? Happy endings. Greg? There's so much more New girl. And that kind of actually works against it because
3: what is there for happy endings is just so much more pure. Also, Winston and Coach, I said two white casts. Winston and Coach are on New girl. So it's. Oh,
0: I thought you said what a white cast could do. You were just talking about happy endings. Also, Coach is Brad. Same guy in our two favorite shows. (laughs) It's a Brad on Brad. But yeah, happy endings. It, it, it is a uh, everybody against
2: Taylor here.
6: It, it's fine. It's fine. Some people have taste and others don't. It's fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, we know. Right. We
0: don't know why you're a friend. You did, you give did. me the fucking garbage.
2: Yeah, Arm you came on the show calling yourself a garbage goblin. So no, oh, yeah, no. I think it was trash goblin. Trash which I snarf the garbage. Gar- garbage <laughs> goblin actually sounds fancy. That sounds like the ones
1: that yeah. look down their nose. The
0: trash <laughs>
2: goblins. Your
0: final battle. Yeah, oh, this is yeah, it. It's happening is 2013's Park and Recreation versus 2014's Happy Endings. We like things we've liked for a long time, folks. That's what this shows me. Some would say... I don't know
5: what I'm gonna do.
4: Sorry.
0: <laughs> that Caitlin votes first.
5: Oh, beans. Um, <laughs> cool beans? Cool beans. Uh, no, I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go with Parks and Rec.
0: Greg.
2: Yeah, I, I. this has been very clear for me. As it's developed, I've always felt like I, I've had a pretty good idea. And seeing these two squared off against each other, Parks and Rec is just such a good show and is so important. And Amy Poehler is my friend. So <laughs> Parks and Rec.
0: And has a lot more swagger than any of her characters would show. In real life, Amy Poehler fucking owns a room. Yeah, yeah dude, she is cool so
2: cool in every way. If I met her, I, I would fawn over her totally.
0: I once was catering an event and I had to say excuse me you're in my way and just bah, 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 bah,
2: and she got what I meant and, the, and I meant. in the story in Bossy Pants that Tina Fey tells is the first time she ever met Amy Poehler Amy Poehler was talking to Jimmy Fallon and swearing up a storm and he was and Jimmy Fallon said uh, I don't like when you talk that way and she looked at him and she said I don't fucking care what you like <laughs> and, and well, Tina Fey was like Please be my best friend.
0: <laughs> what makes Jimmy Fallon look worse in that story, which is my favorite thing to do, make Jimmy Fallon look yeah. worse, is he said, "No, no, no, ew, it's not cute."
2: Yeah, mm. I don't like it. Who mm. can, like, honestly, who does care, Jimmy Fallon?
0: <laughs> I'm gonna dive in here and vote for happy
3: endings. I'll dive who in is- and vote for happy endings. So
2: <laughs> now it's two to two.
0: What's gonna happen now, Taylor? It's it's Parks and Rec for me.
6: I haven't seen the show Happy Endings. I'll come out and say you that. You should. It, you'll <laughs> like
2: it. And then we'll circle back Mike. around. We'll, we'll pause here. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah. You just knock them but out. But Greg, you voted for Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. Well, Happy know? Endings. <laughs> you know what? But we should still circle. I back. have this crazy idea that even if you don't believe exactly what I believe, you should still have a right to vote. And that crazy what? idea is called America, Mike. <laughs>
4: okay, George uh, it's Washington. To
0: it's not called it anymore. <laughs> Cassie? Um, to um, vote Cassie? two votes (laughs) i'm giving you i I, it would be improper for both of them and apologize for each (laughs) as as the host it would be improper to use my two vote on the final vote i can't do that that's Mm. craziness so i'm giving my second vote to uh the other host in the room and winking
4: and winking wait so if i give a vote to both of them what happens
0: we're, we're, they, we 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 just cannot. stand here. We just stand we, here and
4: it never ends. Then I give.
0: Then we go around the horn and give everybody <laughs> two votes. I don't fucking know, man.
4: All right. Well, for me, this it might be an upset, but the Parks and Rec last season just did me so dirty. It hurts to like taint it in that way. So it's gonna be happy endings. Happy oh, endings.
1: Wow.
2: Cinderella wow. story. Hail Mary at the last <laughs> second. That is a happy ending.
5: Wow. Oh, take
3: me home tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah I preferred cool. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> put it in the basket
0: <laughs> your 2011 to 2020 comedy of the decade is happy ending does that make sense mike honestly look me in the eyes doesn't that make sense it makes because it's if we're defining like best and usest. the world owns parks and rec we are not right. unique for loving parks and recreation no. that's why i thought
3: cxg are- was gonna win Right. But happy but, endings takes it down. See, she sounds we like a great five <laughs> <laughs> We are 5 like, of the 11 CXG? people in the world who KXX like happy girlfriend. endings. Got it. <laughs> that has
0: been the show. Uh,
5: what other shows can you listen to, Caitlin? Wow, you can listen to a lot of great shows, including some like Wants
0: cozy, the just, world was Superhero Show Show. I I'm, I'm mostly they've heard
5: about that. I'm mostly just
0: saying. Tell us about unnatural twenty. Oh,
5: okay, I can do that. Uh, you, should- <laughs> Cassie and I are Ain't on a different the show. <laughs> the show um, they made that song about me. Um, uh, Cassie and I are on a different show with our friend Books, who is not here today, but did include a really Rest good show. Yeah, R.I.P. Books. Um, you can see her live and ready on our show, Unnatural Twenties, where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D twenty. It's a lot of fun. We talk about shit stuff, shit and stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah, Taylor, stuff. is there anything you want to plug?
6: Um, I don't know. I've, I've been drinking a lot of root beer and looking at birds. You guys, you gotta, (laughs) you, you gotta be looking at birds. They're so majestic. So
3: beautiful. Taylor, I've seen two birds before and I think they look the same. Is that true?
6: Well, listen, if if they're the same species, they can look pretty similar, but there's little differences. It's actually sometimes hard to differentiate between species. If, uh, you know, one's a juvenile. Oh oh my
3: God. I tried to set him (laughs) up for like a slam dunk. Awesome thing. But, but he made it more born birds. Really birds.
0: Yeah. What's the best bird.
6: I, okay, I go back and forth on this. There Best is, bird is an ostrich. No, there's a, Absolutely. there's a, 100%. there's a fantastic family of, uh, of black crowned night herons that live in the park near me. And I fucking love those little goobers. <laughs> they just look so, so fun. They're you know what bird
2: sucks? Time. Blue jays.
6: Ooh. Yeah, yeah okay. that's a
2: grumpy bird.
6: You know what? They're it, jerks. They, they really are. <laughs> they're kind of jerks. They're, they're
0: a little moody. Yeah, peacock, little moody. this has been bird watch, of pop filter. <laughs> of the last decade. Uh, We still got TV dramas. We still got uh, mixtape. We got so many things celebrating 10 years plus one of your pop filter fun. Keep out listening until until those. Keep watching those TV comedies.